tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is a Friday and it's a happy Friday. It's Friday, September 15th. I am just on a high because I just came off watching the rest of Southern Charm, which we're going to talk about live with all my TikTok friends. It was super fun. Had a great time. Give me details. And we all chatted all about all the craziness that happened in the Southern Charm premiere which we will talk about in just a moment, Tito. And that's in just a second. First of all, Facebook group, we're hitting about 2,000 members. So I just need to remind you guys, because if I don't remind you, a lot of you guys don't know that I do have a very, very fun, active Facebook group. My Daily Dose of Donna Facebook group is filled with incredible people. We have fun conversations today. We're all sharing pictures of our encounters with reality stars. So make sure to go over there and uh, join the group. And that's where I kind of like the reason why I love the Facebook group is because A, I get to connect with you guys like more on a intimate, intimate basis. And number two, I feel like we get to, um, you know, you can connect with each other. I, I like community. I'm a big community person. So this is why I love it. Speaking of my Patreon episode that I released on Wednesday, it's, it's of course still there. All the old episodes are still there. And I talk all about um, just a bunch of things. I listened to part of it today because I don't normally read or listen to my Patreon, but I listened to it just thinking like, is this entertaining or not? I thought it was actually really interesting. I thought it was good. I liked it. Okay. So we are going to talk all about a few different things today. Obviously, Southern Charm. And then we're going to talk about a breakup that just hit the hit the news, if you guys heard about it. And we're going to talk about Drew Barrymore failing again. Really weird choices that Drew Barrymore makes. Um, and a couple other things. Couple other things. Okay, so let's get into it. So, number one, I will say that I was pretty shocked to see that Hugh Jackman and his wife of 20 
Jackman and his wife, Deborah Lee Furness, separate after 27 years of marriage. This is really shocking. It's shocking for a few reasons. I know what you guys are going to think. Um, or I've gotten the DMs. I'll just say that. I've gotten a lot of DMs from you guys of what you think it is. TikTok is shocked by this news because when we're together 27 years. You feel like you've kind of gone through the, um, you know, you feel like you've kind of gone through the, the struggles at this point. He's really rised, rose. He's ro- risen. He has risen to stardom through these last 27 years. Um, they definitely have had their share of, you know, criticism because she's 13 years older than him. What do you think that's all about, y'all? Imagine being with someone. I always think about this. We're, we're always, we always hear about the older man, right? Like the 15 year My sister is actually married to a man 15 years older than him, her. But when you're thinking about a man and a woman, 13 years different. And I know that this is obviously different in every marriage. I'm trying to look for their exact ages. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look. But I'm just thinking about it. Like, I am 42 years old right now. That means if I was someone 14 years, 13 years younger than me, I would be with a 29-year-old. That is a huge difference. Huge difference, right? But then when you get a little older, it feels like you're connecting a little bit more. Like if I was 60, I would be with someone who was 47. That doesn't feel like that different. But now imagine 70 and 57, a 70-year-old woman and a 57-year-old man, it really depends on who they are and their personalities. But I also find that would be hard. Now, I'm not saying that that's why they divorced. I have a feeling it's something else. But I do believe that, um, you know, whatever it is, clearly, there's a reason that after 27 years, you finally decide to pull the plug. I, I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I ain't saying it. Um, let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep going with a couple other new, but everyone's talking about breakups because what, what is it? Jeez. I don't know who these people are, but you guys are telling me about Jean. Well, I do know Jean Mai. Am I saying it right? Jeannie Mai, but I don't know her husband. I really don't. Jeannie Mai and her husband Jeezy were married in 2021 and they also got divorced. Listen, you guys, we can't, we can't keep all these couples together. At the end of the day, we have to, you know, realize that not everyone, oh, I would know Jeezy's music. Okay. I don't know. Um, she's an American host. She's, a, they're, they've been married for, since 2021. They have a daughter together and they're getting divorced after two years. Okay. What can you do? What can you do? Um, relationships are hard y'all. And we all know, like we're, if you're in a marriage, I'm married to Lance and we're not in the public. We are, uh, you know, doing our own thing and marriage is hard. I can only imagine adding celebrity to that. Let's talk about another marriage. That's, that's, we're going to talk about really fast. Okay. Let's talk about Mauricio and Kyle. The reason why I bring this up is because we saw what I could only describe as the most aco-taco, awkward interview ever of Mauricio being interviewed coming out of his practices of Dancing with the Stars. So he was walking out with his dance partner, Emma Slater, and 
She's newly divorced, by the way. So there's a, there's some blind items about Mauricio and Emma hooking up. But I will tell you this. Lance, my husband, is a cameraman on that show, and he's filming rehearsals. So I text him the video, and he goes, LOL, I actually really like Mauricio. And I was like, yeah, tell me. And he goes, he's actually really, really cool. Like we spend a lot of time t- – we've talked a lot. There's a lot of mutual friends. It's funny because I was at a bar mitzvah last – this is the small world. I was at a bar mitzvah last weekend, and that bar mitzvah, the grandfather of the kid was a very, very, very popular cantor here in Los Angeles. Um, he worked at a temple, a very popular temple. And every single time I mention his name to anyone in Los Angeles, they're like, yes, he he was my, he bar mitzvahed me. He married me. He, you know, whatever. Sophia Ritchie was just recently talking about her, um, she converted to Judaism to get married to that, you know, that big, huge wedding over the summer. And she talks about the fact that he was, he kind of helped her through the tri- the the conversion. Like he was the teacher, this man. So Lance talked to him and they start connecting that he was, Mauricio was bar mitzvahed by the same guy. And so they ended up having a big conversation. Who was the celeb that dropped out of Dancing with the Stars and they had Jamie Lynn last minute replace? Is that like a confirmation? I don't know. I have no idea. That's just a question that I got. So Mauricio gets asked this question when he's walking out by this woman. She's got to be, she's probably a doser. Let's be honest. No, I'm just joking. She's definitely online though. And she sees all of the stuff about Kyle and Morgan Wade who are traipsing through Paris right now, shooting their documentary. Okay. Um, But definitely spending a lot of time together. We know this. And she asks Mauricio like, hey, so are you excited, Mauricio? Is Kyle going to come and and watch you do the show? And he's like, absolutely. Ha, 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 ha. I'm laughing at my awful, awful, um, you know, it was so funny the way he said, absolutely. <laughs> really. And I was like, oh my God, his veneers, like they're so white and they're so big. And I do feel like they're going to slap us in the face when he talks. Do you guys notice that? Absolutely. <laughs> and meanwhile, <laughs> and then she goes, and, um, and have you met Morgan Wade? Oh, she's great. I love her, he says. Yeah, she's great. I love her. Guys, go through your archives and try to find one scene you have ever, ever, or one picture you have ever seen of Mauricio and Morgan Wade together. Na, 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 na. I don't find a freaking piece of evidence that they've ever, ever been together. They've never been together. Because when you're, listen, this is all a legend and this is just my opinion, okay? So don't, don't take this to the, to the bank, but you usually don't like to bring a side piece around your, your husband. Like Lance doesn't know any of my side pieces, (laughs) y'all. I love you, Lance. Um, most times you kind of keep it apart, right? Mauricio has never, in our eyes, has has never seen Morgan. Now, Morgan has met Kathy and Kim. Morgan has met Kyle's daughters. I don't know about all of them, but some of them. Morgan has met 
Teddy Mellencamp and Jen Liepert and like the, that group of friends. I don't believe that Mauricio has ever met Morgan, but I could be wrong. So then she says, are you going to be dancing to any of her music? And Mauricio goes, uh, I don't, uh, are we going to be doing, all of a sudden he's Lisa Vanderpump and he's Ken in the jacuzzi. Uh, did you know, did you hear? So, um, so Mauricio's like, I don't know. Are we doing country music? And she's like, uh, we don't know. And then he goes, yeah, so we don't know. And she goes, so what's your favorite song? And he's like, what, what? I don't know. I don't even know my, I don't, uh, see ya. <laughs> ran away. It was so good. It was so good. Um, I don't know if Morgan has met Faye. That's a question I'm getting. And another another question is saying is what's interesting how quiet Teddy has been on this topic. Listen, we know that Teddy Mellencamp and Kyle Richards are besties. Teddy is in a little bit of a pickle because this is Housewives News. And she runs the show Two Teas in a Pod, which is Housewives News. And she also is best friends with one of the people that is in the in the middle of Housewives News. She made uh, an effort to say on the show when the People Magazine article broke, she said, I am not going to talk about it. So she had Tamara talk about it with, who did they bring in? Carlos King. So Carlos King and Tamara talked about the divorce, or no, the, not not the divorce, sorry. Don't quote me on that. The separation or the issues that People Magazine had brought up. Now, Teddy, I mean, Tamara spoke in the way that we are speaking. Like Tamara, I think, is on the same team as all of us here, but Teddy can't say it. What's, what's going to be tough is when Real Housewives of Beverly Hills comes on this upcoming season, because everyone knows that is listening to t- two T's, like Tamara can't talk about OC. So Teddy gets Cynthia Bailey on the show to talk about two T, to talk about OC. When Beverly Hills airs, Teddy's going to talk about it because Teddy's not on the show. So she's going to have to talk about o- Beverly Hills. And this season is going to be a lot about her best friend going through a challenging separation with her husband, right? Like that's obviously what the season is about. How is Teddy going to do this? I literally don't know. We're going to have to find out. It's going to be a it's going to be an interesting an interesting development to see how 2T's covers this. But listen, I do applaud Teddy for being a good friend, but you know what I wish? I wish Kyle went to Teddy and said, "This is your job." And never, ever, ever would I ask of you to not talk about it because this is your job. And this is the primary, most important thing. I want you to talk about it like a fan, like a viewer, and not like my friend. And I wish Kyle said that to Teddy. And maybe she has. But I wish Kyle, like, let Teddy off the hook. Because I have a feeling that Kyle is basically telling Teddy and all her friends, like, don't freaking talk about it. Keep it zipped up. So it will be interesting to see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> Ray. Can you imagine? Teddy's like, I can't talk about Beverly Hills. So Donna Bowling's going to be on two T's in a pod. I'm sure that would make a lot of people super happy. Not. Okay. So let's keep, let's keep uh, chatting. So Hugh Jackman's getting divorced. We know that Mauricio and Kyle are strangely pretending everything's fine. 
It's odd. Oh, also there's blind items left and right about Mauricio being with his um, dance partner, Emma. I asked Lance. I feel like Lance would be able to give me a little bit of insight. And he said, no, he, number one, he's so funny. I was like, Lance, what do you know about this blind item? He's like, oh yeah, they're totally screwing basically. I'm like, what? And he's like, no, they're dance partners. They always come up with this stuff that they're having like some sort of affair. It's not happening that I'm seeing. That's what Lance said. Okay. Yes, this will all be on YouTube in a little bit. Meanwhile, let's get into Drew Barrymore. And do you guys see? There's a hole down here. There's a hole and Drew Barrymore is down there digging herself into it. She's literally taking this hole, taking a shovel and, and, and no, a jackhammer. And she's digging the hole and she's getting in and she's putting, putting the, the cement on top of her head. What is she doing? She had the most sorry, there was a bug. She had the most horrible reaction to the most horrible decision of her career, I believe. Drew Barrymore has been a part of SAG, has been a part of Writers Guild for, well, actually, I don't know if she's a writer, so I don't know. She's been a part of SAG for her whole life, right? She's been in, she was an ET as a kid. She made this horrible error to cross picket lines for her show that's going to start on Monday. It's a WGA scripted, like there's writers, guild writers on that show. There's certain shows out there that are not. The View is not. Kelly and, Rip, uh, Kelly and Mark is not. The Today Show is not. Good Morning America is not. All of that is not. Drew Barrymore is. Kelly Clarkson is. Um... Bill Maher is, and he also is deciding to come back. There's certain people out there that give zero Fs about following the rules and respecting unions and picket lines and care more about, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it, their ego and getting viewers and getting paid or whatever. I don't even know. Because Drew Barrymore decided, I'm bringing the show back because this is bigger than me. I'm so sorry. I love writers. I love you writers. But I'm bringing the show back without those writers because so many people need to be, you know, making money and we're putting so many people out of work. You know what you need to do, Drew? You need to open your pocket and you need to find some of those residuals or, or any of the money that you've made from producing 5,000 projects for flower films. And you need to pay these people out of pocket if it bothers you that much. She then decides to double down on this by going on YouTube, uh, I'm sorry, Instagram today and posting a video where she is pulling at all these emotional heartstrings because that's what Drew does. I don't know if you guys noticed it. Who knew that Drew Barrymore was going to be someone that I didn't like on my 2023 bingo card? Like, who knew that this was going to happen? 2023, Drew Barrymore is becoming a hated person. She, she uses this side of her and this, I've noticed this on the show. It's that touchy feely, get in your face, cry alongside with people. It's so self-serving in my opinion. I never really liked it. She literally will like, you know, if someone's talking about a traumatic event, instead of just making it 
stay about the guest. She decides to get on the floor, hold them in all kinds of weird positions, touch their faces, and cry alongside them. It's, you know what it's giving? It's giving like, look at me. It's about me. I don't like it. I have friends like this. I have had friends like this. I don't have friends like this now. I've had friends like this where you go and you tell them a sad story or something going on in your life and they make it about them. Not by saying like, yes, it happened to me. Just by being like, I can't handle it. (laughs) This is so sad. It's odd. It's giving Bethany Frankel. Thank you so much, Sarah. It's giving Bethany Frankel. In a different way though right? In a, in a less obvious way. It's like in a more hidden way. So she decides to go in this video and she, you guys are concerned about me making pauses on the show. Oh yeah. I've read the comments. Don't worry. I understand. I take some pauses. Sorry. You're worried about my pauses. Go watch the Drew Barrymore video. I thought it froze. I was watching it and I thought it froze because I was like, why is it so silent for 10 solid seconds? Because she has to cry. She has to cry. Because she's taking full responsibility for this horrible action. And she's not used to you guys not liking it. But she's doing it anyway. There is nothing I can do, she says. There is nothing I can do to change the minds of those people that don't agree with my actions. How about freaking pull the plug and not do the show, Drew? What are you doing? This, this is how strikes lose momentum. By people like you that decide, like, I'm going to do it anyway. It's going to be different, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm a good person. You know what it's giving? It's giving Bethany Frankel when she decided, and Carol Radziwill <laughs> tweeted about this today because someone sent this to Carol and Carol said, this is white savior complex, where Bethany decided, and I didn't see this because I don't watch her TikToks or whatever, to go to TJ Maxx, to her besties at TJ Maxx with a bag of used makeup in little Ziploc baggies to give to Consuela. I'm not making that up. Legit Consuela. She was wearing a name tag, but Bethany's like, what's your name? To give to Consuela to take home because she wants to give. She just feels so bad for this, these people and this makeup that's just going to go to waste. And she just wants to give to these, these lovely people. And Consuela, who never signed off on being filmed for this TikTok that we know of. There's a camera in your face, Consuela. I'm Bethany Frankel, so I'm allowed to film you. And she decides, she decides to give Consuela out of the goodness of her heart because she says, I I just have to do this. I have to give this to you. And Consuela goes, I can't take it. We're not allowed to take any gifts, any tips, any gratuity, anything. I'm going to get in trouble. And Bethany goes, don't worry. I'm going to message. You know what? I'm going to tweet at TJ Maxx and the people will speak. Don't you worry. You take it. You take it. You're going to be fine. They're going to contact you. You're going to be fine. I'm telling you right now that if Consuela lost her job at TJ Maxx because Bethany decided to be the bigger person and give her some amazing used makeup that she didn't ask for, I've never seen anything like it. You guys, the balls on these people. And Drew Barrymore is doing the same thing in a weird, different way. It's, it's this, it's this, this feeling that like, uh, 
I'm no rules apply to me because I'm a good person. That's what it is. No rules apply to me because I'm kind. I'm doing a kind thing. No, it ain't good. It's elite guilt, Blair says. That's interesting. And it's 2023, get out of here with your close talking. We are in the age of post-pandemic. Stay away. Speaking of talking, I was at a yoga class this morning, a hot yoga class, which is already a little bit of an uncomfortable situation because lots of sweat, right? There's lots of sweat and drippy. And I'm a little bit uncomfortable with sweat. I don't want sweat touching me unless it's mine. Not even Lance. I won't hug Lance when he's sweaty. I think it's gross. So two things really bother me. Sweat flying on me. Two, bad smelling people. Like wear deodorant. And especially when you're going to a sweaty, hot yoga class where you know you're going to be sweating, you got to wear something like deodorant. And um, talking, loud talking. All three of those things happened today in my yoga class. 7 a.m. yoga, I go. I decide I want to have a lovely yoga class. I end up getting sweated on. My nose is falling off because of the smell of someone near me. And then, you know, my ears are listening to a guy having a full conversation in the back of yoga. But I'm such a kind person that I didn't say anything. I'm so kind. Anyway, oh my gosh, you guys. It's it's so uh, – it's – there's a fly. It's so um, too much. Bethany and Drew Barrymore need to both just zip it. Who is going to go on Drew Barrymore show right now? If you go as a guest on Drew Barrymore show, if you watch the show, if you go to the audience of the show, you are an idiot. Sorry. Just saying. And you know what? For all those makeup artists and for all those people in the audience or whatever that are going to be there, not the audience, like the crew that's actually getting paid, I would feel really uncomfortable about it, right? Wouldn't you? I would feel really, really uncomfortable about it. (laughs) Sarah goes, how does someone smell that bad so early in the morning? You would be surprised. I go to a 5.30 workout class a lot. Oh, it's real. Lots of people smell bad in their sleep, I think. Maybe they didn't shower the night before. I don't know. I just think smell is offensive. Smell, someone told me once that A bad mood is like bad breath. It affects the people around you, right? All right, we're going to move on. I don't like talking about bad smells. Um, Southern charm. That's how we started today, you guys. That's how we started. Southern charm. Every time I see the beginning of a Southern charm, I love this show so much. I feel like I'm in the South. I'm in Charleston. I'm going to say one thing really fast. Really fast, I'm going to say one thing. Craig. Listen to me, Craig. Come close. Come close, Craig. I will be with you. (laughs) Uh, You don't need Paige. We're good. You and I are going to be okay. Okay? I like your pool. I love a hot tub. And I would go to Charleston, (laughs) Craigie. Love him. Freaking love him. Why am I so in love with Craig? If I dated Craig, it would be like Hugh Jackman and his wife. How old is Craig? Someone find out for me right now. I would be the old woman if I dated Craig. Um, Craig is so cute to me. And I like Paige. I have to say, I don't like Paige on TV. I love Paige on her on her podcast, though. She's so freaking funny on the Giggle, the Giggly Squad podcast. 
which is weird. Oh, someone said he's about 40 and someone said he's 34. You guys, we have to figure that out. It's a big difference. Um, it's weird if, if like, I don't like Hannah Burner, but I like that the podcast. I actually, now that I think about it, I do like Hannah Burner. I don't like how Hannah and Paige are on Summer House when Hannah was on it and, and Paige now. I do believe that, um, you, Craig, <laughs> the fly is making out with me. Um, I do believe, I think it's Bethany. <laughs> Bethany is showing up as the fly. She's like, what, what? You talking bad about me? What? Come at me, bro. Number one podcast. <laughs> Maxinista. Davoon. <laughs> so, okay. He's 34. So I'm 42. So that's eight years. That's not so bad. I feel like we could make it. And we can build this dream together, standing strong forever. <sighs> Nothing's going to stop us now, Craig. <laughs> you guys, I'm sober. You would think I'm like high right now. I'm just in such a good mood. It's Rosh Hashanah. That's why. Shana Tova. So, okay. I don't believe that Paige and Craig will ever get married. If they do... I don't think it will be a lasting love to the end of the time. I don't, I don't believe it. I think that, um, and I feel bad for Craig because I think he loves her way more than she loves him, which is a problem for, for Paige, but it's not a problem for marriage. You know, I read a study actually that the best marriages are when two people love each other exactly the same or when the man loves the woman more. This is a heterosexual marriage, obviously. When the man loves a woman more, I think that's like, it works, except for the fact that I feel like like Craig needs – Craig is a needy partner. Do you guys get that feeling? Like Lance, for example, I don't think my husband is like super, super needy. I think we both really appreciate our own lives, independence. Craig is like – he needs more from Paige, and she's not going to give it to him, and I think he's always going to struggle. But, you know, we'll see. Um, Austin – Oh, Austin. Austin and Shep running around Australia. Can you only imagine? Aussies, I know a lot of you Aussies listen to the show. I know you guys were talking in my Facebook group the other day. How many How many women do you think that Craig, I'm sorry, Austin and Shep stopped in one week in Australia? I really, because Aussies are hot. Australian women and men are so hot. Maybe that's like a generalization, but every time I see an Australian TikTok, I'm like, why are you so beautiful? How many women? Okay, five, 30, at least five. I'm going to guess they each hooked up in one week, if it was one week, each hooked up with at least five. 20. Now, do you think they 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 engaged in any menage a trois? Not touching. I don't believe Shep and Austin had any sort of connection, although we did see some weird kiss. Was that Austin and Whitney in the preview? Interesting. 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 Okay. The show is so cute. I always love the show. I noticed we don't have Naomi this season, and we don't have Shep's annoying pregnant cousin. Thank the Lord. Naomi, I'm okay with. I just don't think there was anything more for her to do because like with, between her and Craig, it was a little bit too much. But but the cousin, the cousin, the pregnant cousin, uh, this was the lowest of the lowest of the low casting on Southern Charm we've ever seen. <laughs> they were like, we need someone. 
Anyone? Anyone? The pregnant girls go, I'll do it. Okay, can you can you join the show? There was nothing there. It was awful. And we had to like sit through six scenes of her setting up a crib. It was so weird. Glad she's gone. Um, I really, truly enjoy watching the guys of Southern Charm. I know that you guys think they're disgusting. I enjoy it. Don't sue me. I also think Madison is adorable with her cute husband and her adorable son. Very happy for them. I'm going to tell you one thing. I need to find that Britney girl. I need to find Brittany who had the party for Madison and her husband. I need to find Brittany. I need to become best friends with Brittany and I need to have Brittany throw me a party. I've never. That house, that spread, the oyster man. For my 50th birthday, I'm booking it right now. Uh, Brittany, Brittany, on June 11th, 2031, I would like to have a party at your house. I want the Oyster Man. I want a martini bar. I want the champagne bar when you walk in. I want all of that charcuterie. I want all of it. Okay? Thanks. I'll also come with Craig, okay? Ray will be there. All of you guys are invited. I mean, there's room. Brittany has enough room in that house. Who is Brittany? Why aren't we getting Brittany on the show? I want to know how she has that house. Where is her husband? Like, that's what I want to know when I'm watching that show. It's so beautiful. I Okay, so Disco Pirate Bunny says, I've been to parties in the low country and it's so beautiful. You guys, I've never been to Charleston. But my East Coast correspondent, Molly Dare, you guys know her from listening to the show. Her parents have a house in Charleston. And she's like, come and visit when, when I go visit. So can we go to Charleston? I want a party in Charleston so badly. Anyway, this party looks like a, a, a huge success until Taylor walks in. Taylor is Shep's ex-girlfriend. Taylor is now single. Olivia, who's Austin's ex-girlfriend, is also single. We see a whole scene of them earlier doing some rollerblading through the park. Fine. Taylor comes to this party with an ax to grind, with way too much alcohol in her system, I'm convinced. She's wearing sunglasses inside. Very unlike Taylor. Like, Taylor to me was like the really sweet, good girl that would wear glasses. Like, her reading glasses during scenes. She didn't care about looking good or like done up. She was always like in t-shirts, sweatshirts. She looked very down, like low, uh, low uh, maintenance, like just really grounded, real deal girl. And then all of a sudden she goes through this show. She, she has a couple of seasons with Shep. Now she's broken up with Shep, heartbroken, and she is done up to the nines and drunk. It's a lot, right? It's a lot. It feels like too much. And um, Taylor is giving me Sandy from Greece. That's funny. So she comes to the party. Oh my God. And Shep is Danny. Why didn't we see you're the one that I want? You are the one I want. We should have seen more of that in yesterday's episode. Like it, we should have had some sort of like some love. And, oh my gosh. It's so perfect. Like he went to Australia. <laughs> You guys, he went to Australia with um, with Craig. Danny Zuko uh, went to Australia. And then Taylor, Sandy, T Sandy stayed in, you know, in the city. And now they're going to find their way back to each other. We do know that they end up having some sort of physical connection because they wake up in bed together at some point. And Olivia is going to be, you know, what are the other friends again? Now I can't remember anyone from the, from, uh, from Greece. Rizzo? 
So she gets, I think, a little bit drunk. She ends up talking to Shep. It's so weird with exes because you kind of like go over to each other and you hug and you both want more out of this conversation. Rizzo and Pinky and Kaniki. Austin is Kaniki. And you go and you like, you kind of put your arm around these exes. Like, but the truth is, you always, usually, one always wants more, right? When you see an ex, like, you want the person to say, oh my God, I miss you. I love you. I made a horrible mistake. Can we be together? That's what Taylor wants Shep to do, I think. Shep also feels a little bit sad about Taylor and he wants Taylor to be like, I really missed you. They both want more from each other, but what they're giving is, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, bye. Half, half shoulder. Taylor gets upset about it, obviously. She continues to drink and then she takes it out on Craig. Craig and her have this conversation where she all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this is left field shit. This is like scraping the floor. Let me try to find something to get mad at someone. This is, I'm mad at you, Shep, but I'm going to take it out on you, Craig, because you're only t- you're the only one talking to me because Shep won't talk to me. She gets mad at Craig for not taking her side in this entire breakup. It's weird. Craig is like, you were dating my friend's girlfriend, but he's my friend. You can never expect your boyfriend or your husband's bestie to take your side in a divorce or a breakup. It can happen, but don't expect it, right? Expect the unexpected, as Julie Chen would say. But first. And then um, she continues to get mad at him because she's like, you knew about the girl he cheated on me with. You knew about this. And Craig was like, yeah, and you're lucky I got involved because if I didn't get involved, he would have slept with her. And then, you know, and I wish he did because the way you're yelling at me is not cool. And she's making a whole scene. Madison is like, it's my wedding party. Can you guys stop? And she keeps going. And then as Craig is walking away, he's like, I'm over this. And he walks away and she goes, oh, what about the girl that that Paige, I mean, the guy that Paige is cheating on you with or whatever, something along those lines. What? Number one, I've never seen Paige actually like, I can't imagine Paige cheating unless it's like with an outfit. I feel like Paige would cheat on Craig with a gift card to, you know, a a store. Like Paige cheats on Craig with shopping. I can't imagine Paige cheating on Craig. But crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened. Welcome, Molly Dare, to the TikTok Live. We were talking about you and going to Charleston for a doser retreat. So anyway, she drops a bomb. I'm dying to know what Paige's reaction to that is. Has Paige reacted is the question. I need to go onto Paige's stories or listen to her podcast to see if she was re- if she reacts. If Paige does or has cheated on Craig which I don't believe actually did happen because it definitely didn't break them up because he was part of the summer house summer. We know that. If she does break Craig's heart, like if she does break up with him or cheat on him, like Craig will not be able to come back from that. I think Craig is so massively in love with that girl. Interesting. But we know that Taylor and Austin end up hooking up, but we don't know kind of how that's going to like come out. I'm very interested. I want to know how the show goes. Obviously, Southern Charm. I'm dying to see Summer House. We don't know any more about Carl and Lindsay. 
It's going to be good, you guys. We've got a good time ahead of us, and I'm so glad you're here for the ride. Thank you again, dosers, for subscribing to the show. Thank you so much for telling people. Thank you so much for sharing in your Instagram stories. This is how the show grows. It's by word of mouth. We're still in the top 50 on TV and film charts this whole entire week. Thank you so much, my loves. Join the Facebook group. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at This Is Donna Bowling and make sure to give the show a five-star rating and a review if you are listening via audio. I love you guys. Thank you, dosers. See you on Monday. Shana Tova.